a weird game that it looked like the Minnesota Wild were going to be able to find a way to come away with a win, but they let it slip away. We will talk about all the action, Marcus Foligno's injury, a rare off night for Philip Gustafson, and more on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Minnesota Wild fall 5-4 to four in overtime tonight, and our Lockdown Wild postcast is underway. Just a weird game tonight between the Wild and the Coyotes, and uh, similar to what we saw against San Jose in that the Wilds, it, it is still a work in progress trying to figure out how to get things going uh, without Kirill Kaprizov on the ice. However, four goals tonight uh, for the Wild, so... Offense, not the problem in this one, as Philip Gustafson had a rough night. But to be fair, the defense did not do him any favors in front of uh, of him. And coupling that with the fact that the penalty kill has started to leak a little bit here over the last couple of games, it's a situation where the Wilds feel like they should have come away with two points. And it's an Arizona team that is... Still the Arizona Coyotes, but they are they are playing better recently, and they did take the avalanche to overtime yesterday. But I, I can understand the frustration with just wanting to do what you needed to do to come away with two points in that one tonight and just not being able to. It, it was much more reminiscent of what we saw from the defense and the goaltending earlier in the season. It's just inability to stop anybody from uh, from coming up in front of the net and some uh, some softies that, uh, that were able to get past. But let's also look at the fact that this goaltending has been on such a run over the, uh, the last two months. It was bound to be that there was going to be an off night, and... At least for tonight, the Wild were able to match that offensively until the overtime. Now, in the over in the extra session, pretty evident that that is a spot that you definitely miss Kirill Kaprizov. But you know, we've seen some signs that this team, I think, is starting to figure things out as to how they need to play and how they need to generate offense. Fourth line took the lead in this one tonight, although. It also was a situation where I think the Coyotes just, I don't know if they just have gotten tired of being the doormat in the Western Conference to where they just seemed really aggressive, really physical in this one tonight. Four fights, and it just seemed like they just continued to um, to really bring it to the Wilds to the point that I think that kind of flustered them down the stretch. And... You couple that with um, losing the uh, losing Marcus Foligno late in the game. That doesn't sound good. Ryan Hartman exited for a brief period of time. But um, you also look at some of these numbers. Brett Marshall tweeting them out. The Wilds held the Coyotes to just two high-danger shots, just two the entire night, and 1.75 expected goals. And yet they have five on the um, 
five on the board. And so 1.75 expected goals. So it leads you statistically to believe that the defense did some good things. I am going to put them on the hook for some breakdowns in front of the net. Um, so it just it's one of those things, too, when the defense or the goaltending breaks down, I think both sides are culpable. And so just just a, a tough one for the Wild here tonight. Um, after uh, finding a way to get it done last night, you go and you um, you lose this one here tonight. Now, fourth line, as we talked about, did really good things and kind of took the lead offensively for the Wild here uh, this evening. You had Ryan Reeves with a goal as he was able to do the uh, – do the thing that you want the guys that are the biggest on the team to do, which is to get to the net, get bodies in front, and then put pucks on the net and deflect them in. Reeves able to help out there in addition to the fight, in addition to the assist. So he gets the Gordie Howe hat trick. You had Connor Dewar with the goal as well. He picks up a turnover and is able to uh, blast it into the zone and get one past Vimelka. And Matt Boldy with another goal and a nice feed from John Klingberg, who had a uh, very eventful game, to say the least, in this one tonight. Boldy with the breakaway, and I applaud the fact that he went um, right shoulder and went high because the last handful of times wild players have had breakaway opportunities, seems like they always go for that five hole and... The results have not been there um, consistently. So good to see Matt Boldy continue to uh, get back onto the score sheet. He's got 19 goals on the season now. And again, offense was not the problem. The Wild had something like um, 30. They had 30-plus shots in this one this evening. So they were able to sustain the zone. And honestly... I thought the power play did some good things despite them not being able to score here tonight. But like I said, it comes down to the defense, the penalty kill getting a little leaky. And uh, that overtime goal too was one that Gustafson thought he had wrapped up, but the Coyotes just keep jabbing at it and uh, they're able to end up uh, getting one home. Now, anybody that's listened to this show for the last couple of years knows we don't typically make it a point to talk about the officiating because I think there are so many other factors at play that can influence a game. And so I'd just like to kind of take that out of the equation um, completely. But I do have to talk about the no call as Matt Zuccarello gets his teeth washed into the boards um, late in the game. You've got that. Then you have Jack McBain sucker punching Ryan Hartman in the face, just completely unprompted. And I, I just, it seemed like there were a few calls that Arizona got away with here tonight. Now, would that ultimately have decided the outcome? Maybe, maybe not. But you go to that situation where Zuccarello got boarded late in the game and you give the Wild an opportunity there. They were already going on the power play. And so it could be the old adage too, 
of, well, they're already on the power play, and we don't want to tack another one on. <laughs> In that case, I think if that's the reason, I think that's pretty Bush League. Um, if you have a player that gets blasted that hard face first into the boards, it's got to be a penalty. And so that was frustrating in this one. But again, weird game and um, you had all sorts of fights in Arizona. Just, I think, kind of let that physicality handle things the rest of the way as the uh, Wild come up short. Now, as we teased... Marcus Foligno got banged up in this one, and it doesn't sound good. So we'll talk about that as well as a couple of other things to keep an eye on as we shift our focus to St. Louis on Wednesday. We'll talk about all of that as we continue tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast after a word from our sponsors. Our next partner has a product I use on an everyday basis. I started taking AG1 because they help you simplify your vitamin and supplement routine. All you need is one delicious scoop of AG1, and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food-sourced superfoods, minerals, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Best of all, it is lifestyle-friendly, so whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. So it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want to deal with all of the fat and calories? Well, Built Bar is here for you. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. They also come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I don't know how Built Bar continues to do it, but these Built Bars are amazingly healthy. They contain just 130 calories, plus 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all, you no longer need to wait around to grab yourself a box. You can head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box of Built Bars today. If you don't have one close, you can still head to Built.com and order a box, and it'll be here before you know it. Either way, make the choice to start with Built Bar today. Continuing tonight's Locked on Wild postcast as the Minnesota Wild fall by a score of 5-4 to four in overtime at the hands of the Arizona Coyotes. The Wild do extend their point streak, if that is something that makes this a silver lining. And uh, it's 13 games now for the Wild that they have been able to get points uh, consecutively. But banged up again in this one tonight, Ryan Hartman. Uh, it sounds like took a skate 
at uh, one point in this game. And so uh, he was able to come back in, though. So I don't think that is an injury that the Wild are going to need to necessarily worry about here um, over the uh, the next handful of games. The one that they will need to worry about from the sounds of it is Marcus Foligno. And uh, Dean Evason, after the game, saying that he did not have an update on Foligno, other than that it was a lower body injury and serious enough to where he could not return tonight, but that was the only... Um, that was the only update they had. He did get rolled up on in this game um, and tried to kind of, after it happened, put some weight on it, but his leg just gave out. So that's dicey. And it is a shame because it comes at a point in which Felino had just finally gotten back to playing his particular brand of hockey. And he had the fight tonight. He um, has had a couple of goals over the last week plus. And so getting to where he was helping become uh, a regular contributor again offensively for this team. So that would be a tough blow. Obviously, the depth that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks with Brandon Duhame hopefully progressing towards a return. On the defensive side of the puck, uh <laughs> Please get healthy, Jonas Brodeen, uh, because there are some things that happen over the course of a game that just make it an absolute adventure. Um, Matt Dumba and Alex Goligoski had some moments here tonight. John Klingberg had a couple of moments. And I will say, too, you know, it's pretty clear what Klingberg brings offensively for this team. And I think even more underscored by Kirill Kaprizov's absence. But defensively, there are some times where you just look and you're like, what is happening? So Jonas Brodin coming back would be massive for this team as they uh, continue to move down the stretch. And it's, it's tough because I think we're starting to do a lot of scoreboard watching at this point in the season. And so looking at everybody else in the division – taking care of business and seeing the wild not be able to fully do the same is frustrating. I get that, but um, you know, let's, let's not undersell the fact that this team is still just two games removed from Kirill Kaprizov uh, not being on the ice. And you have to really change at least structurally a lot of what you're doing without having that type of weapon on the ice. Again, I thought we saw some good signs tonight of the offense being able to push and generate and um, and get some chances up on the board. Offense wasn't the problem here uh, in this one tonight. It was some lapses on defense and uh, a couple of goals you would definitely like back. So it's it's just how the season goes. The ebbs and flows is it just it seems like you know once you get one part of your game back on track, something else goes off kilter. And so a uh, another point for this team and an opportunity to get back into the win column against a St. Louis Blues team that's 1-5 in their last six games at home. We'll talk more about that game later on in the week, but uh, I think after these last couple of games, a couple of days off will do the Wild some good. 
And uh, we'll have plenty to talk about between now and then, but that will do it for tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in each and every time we uh, have a game to react to with these postcasts. You can find those as well as pre- and uh, pre-game content, full episodes all week, all over at Lockdown Wild. So make sure you follow along by subscribing on your favorite podcast platforms. Also turning it, tuning in on YouTube. Give us a follow there as well. We have all sorts of content for you all throughout the week and new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.